This is the Life Truth Network. done their worst. They're moving through. They're on the run. Let's go after them. No, that's not our mission. Hold your ground. The area has been given over to them. Only safeguard what has been trusted to you. Stratos, take charge. I'm being called to report. The noise of battle is only a memory as the scene changes to a regal courtroom of the king. Tabak, from where have you come? From walking to and fro on the land and going up and down upon it. That was the formal reply. Have you found any who fear me and are blameless in the land? Evil is spreading, and few remain who fear the Lord. But those you have trusted to me remain, and call out against their oppressors. Continue to put a hedge around them. They will be allowed to be touched further. Minister to them, but their blessing will be theirs to accept or reject. Yes, Lord, and what about your servant, the one who is pleasing in your sight? Mm, my transformed one and his toy. Guide him. He has learned to lean not on his own understanding. Continue to make his path straight in all my ways. He has become pleasing to me and a danger to the adversary. That is what he is being known as among his enemies. Dangerous. His hand has also been guided in the invention he has taken to calling sword. Go. All that is in his hand to do is in your control. And Tabak left to guide his charge. My name is Dan Christian. I was a child of the 80s. MacGyver was my hero. That is, until I met Jesus Christ. Helsley Podcast Network, in conjunction with Lion's Den Audiobook and Drama Podcast, presents... Dangerous Christian. Starring Michael Prince... And Tiffany Lott.
Episode 4, Flashbacks and the Unseen. Whoever said that rain was pennies from heaven surely didn't mean it for the middle of winter. Crops don't grow this time of year, and the only flowers are those that come from greenhouses. All this rain can't be good. If there's anything good to be said for it, it's that if it were colder, we would have a blizzard on our hands, with snowfall measured in feet. At least there's no need to be out in it, and it's cozy, warm, and dry inside. Hold on, wait a minute. Is that a trickle of water on the wall? Look at that. Puddles are forming. Do we have a bucket or something? Where is it coming from? Examining the trickle and tracing its path to the ceiling, the source became clear. I knew it. There's nothing to do now but wait until the storm passes. But I'll definitely need to get up on the roof and patch that spot. What spot is that? Chrissy, my wife, began, but chopped her words off at the sight of the invading water. The wall? It's leaking. It never did that before, did it? We haven't had a downpour like this before. At least not since we've been in this house. There hasn't been any windstorms lately that could have blown off any shingles, has there? I mean, I can't think of anything like that. No, not really. It has probably been like this for a while. It just took a storm like this one to expose the leak. After a pause and contemplating, and through her fading shock, I continued. I think it'll just take a quick patch job. My words trailed off as my wife Chrissy wandered down the hall, looking critically at the ceiling for more signs of drips, until she let out a sharp cry Aww. of alarm in her intake of breath. What is it? I just stepped in a puddle. Oh, and I just got dripped on too. She continued as she opened the door to the garage. There's a flood down here. Racing to her side to take in the damage, I made a quick assessment. I wouldn't call it a flood, just more puddles. This is going to take more than a little patch job. Floods of water are getting in. You don't know that. I tried to assure her and keep her calm. Inside though, I knew it might need more. It might even need a whole new roof. For now, let's just do what we can to wipe up the puddles. Maybe make note of where we find drips in the ceiling. How can we afford getting a new roof? Who said anything about needing a whole new roof? I said it, but knew she was probably right. Just look at all the water. It could be snow. Then we would just have to worry about the weight of it caving the roof in. I said with a hint of a grin on my face. You're not helping. But it did. I could tell that the tension had broken and her worry had taken a back seat, for now. Pushing my luck, maybe a little too far, I continued. If it really does get worse, how big of an arc do you think we'll need? You. Her eyes flashed as she exclaimed and pointed her finger in my face. Don't even go there. She smacked me on the arm, then fell into my arms so I could hold her tight. Chrissy. Oh my Chrissy. I didn't know it, but I was tossing and turning in my sleep and the dreams had only just begun. Okay, Chrissy, I'm ready for the next input of vocalizations. Recording now. Error, that does not compute. That's not part of the vocal programming. Oh, I know, but I've always wanted to say that. So, what's on the agenda for my handsome inventor today? I need to make sure the English language is properly coded in here before you install any operating systems? Her OS is only basic at present because it will change before it's all over. Her OS, you say? Not literally, but yes, her. 
I'm working on an experimental artificial intelligence that will eventually be integrated in with the new, more complex operating system. My husband, the genius. Just make sure she doesn't take you away from me. Not a chance. Greek? You're encoding Greek? And Hebrew. But why? Let's just say it's the next vital step in the project and leave it at that. No hints? You'll find out when it's time. And it's not time yet. I had worked all night, but I couldn't stop. It was time to see if my experiment would work. All right, sword. Did the Greek and Hebrew scriptures finish installing? Affirmative. Were you able to simultaneously translate them both into English and your core programming language? Affirmative. I looked to my wife. This is it, babe. Should the next step work, I'll have discovered the most advanced AI in the world. Okay, sword. The scriptures you encoded are to be your primary core processing and reasoning engines. Everything you do should go through there. Your rules to follow are also there, deemed by you to be applicable to you. This cannot be overridden. Do you affirm? Affirmative. Processing order. Processing. Processing. Process complete. Restarting. I took a break to breathe, and I took Chrissy's hand. Sword. Are you functional? Affirmative. Have you achieved artificial intelligence? Chrissy looked at me in astonishment as the phrase she thought was for fun came out of the AI vocal processors word for word. Error. That does not compute. Explain error. The wisdom and intelligence of the holy scriptures cannot be artificial. All scripture is given of inspiration of God. Oh, baby, no! <laughs> Chrissy, no! There was so much blood. Then, something really odd happened. My wife's corpse looked up at me and spoke. Dan, wake up. Wake up, Dan. Dan, wake up. Dan, Dan, wake up. Wake up, Dan. She's not dead, but has passed from death into life. You were dreaming. That tragedy is long gone. I did wake up, but I was drenched in sweat, and so were my bedsheets. There was more going on behind the scenes than any could ever imagine, not even Dan Christian. As Tabak watched over his charge and his intended mission of getting close to the enemy, a detour was required. He reached out with the tip of his sword to puncture the tire of this self-propelled vehicle. This should do it. Don't tell me that was your tire. Dan wasn't thrilled, but a pressing need was near. The girl would approach at any moment now, and it wasn't her time yet. <sighs> Delays. I think God must be against this meeting. Should I call another cab company? No. It would still take about the same amount of time as it would to just wait here. Look! The girl walking near the edge of the street! Move! Now! Dan didn't know how he was able to close the gap from where he stood near the cab to across the wide city sidewalk. It had to be at least five running paces. The walk had been crowded with people, but it was like a corridor had been opened, with a straight path to the... Oh, no! No! Then the thought screamed in his head, and the next thing Dan knew was that he had his arm under her and was whisking her out from under the grill of the oncoming bus. With the unseen hands taken from him, Dan helped calm the girl and find her mom. How are we doing on time? Right on schedule. Dan eyed the elevator as he walked into the office building. Hold fast. You will indeed meet your team members, but the time has not yet arrived. Hold the door. 
Dan marveled at missing the elevator. Earlier, it was as if time stood still as he raced to catch the falling girl on the sidewalk. Now, his feet seemed nailed to the floor and distant from the door. No worries, my charge. The mark is already on the big one. If there's anyone who can persuade the small one, it is he. Remembering the words of the master, he added, But she still has the power to resist, if she so chooses. How about if we take the stairs? That is your call. The elevator should return in plenty of... What's the matter? The elevator has developed a malfunction. Dan took the stairs and he approached the office of Ferris Day Industries. Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So, so be, be wise, wise as serpents and innocent as doves. What was that for? I thought you might have something more positive to say for me. You know, something encouraging, uplifting, something to pump me up and energize me. That sounds more like a word of caution. It pays to be practical. While Dan had kept his meeting time and had a first exposure to the adversary, the work of the others had been done. It was time to nudge Dan away and lend a hand at the elevator that he was steered away from earlier. It wouldn't be long and more of the team would be coming together and more brushes with the enemy. You've been listening to Dangerous Christian. Dan was played by Michael Prince. Sword was Tiffany Lott. Additional voices include C.J. Ward, John Steinklobber, and J.D. Sutter. Additional sound effects provided by SoundJ.com, Thessalianstudios.com, and Freesound.org. You have been listening to Dangerous Christian, Episode 4, written by Keith Heltzley and Nathan Caldwell, produced by Nathan Caldwell. Theme Wayfaring Stranger, produced and performed by John Warren. This is your announcer, Nathan Caldwell, saying keep listening for more Dangerous Christian. This has been an original work and thus protected by copyright. For more podcast goodness, check out the Life Truth Network at life-truth.com.